welcome to She Yourself and Guy. With a different guy. Yeah, Danny's on holiday. Do you want to introduce yourself, Guy? Hi. <laughs> I'm this week's Guy. I'm Troy. Well, hello, Troy. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Troy. I like walking. Good. What? <laughs> Does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like socks without holes in. Oh, good. Just Traditional. One mm-hmm. hole, the one that you put your foot in, but not the other extra holes that add difficulty. It in. is true. Socks <laughs> do need one hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more about me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like we're not uh, learning anything so far. <laughs> you mean more about me and Game of Thrones or more about me? Yeah, tell us about your relationship with Game of Thrones. Uh, well, yeah. I like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Good. Would you say that you... Uh, so, in this podcast, I would say that Grace has a dislike, a oh. strong dislike for, I don't want to say hatred. That's quite a big assumption there, uh, <laughs> A strong dislike for many aspects of mm-hmm. the TV show of Game of Thrones. I, I wouldn't describe it like I would describe my love for the TV programme Miranda. Which is... Well, I don't look forward to any episodes of Miranda. You don't look forward to them. I can't wait to turn over to QVC and watch someone try and sell me seven handbags. <laughs> so, I do like it. I do look forward to every episode that comes out, but Good. then it doesn't mean my opinion of every episode that comes out is positive. So, you're... Okay, so this is a good thing, because he's a good middle ground. Yeah. But I have read some of the books. I haven't read the whole series of the... Songs of Ice and Fire. It's one. It's a song. A song. Oh, A S O. Not an ass song. Those ones. It sounds like you're holding cue cards up. Song of Ice and Fire. It's just the way you talk. It's just the way you talk. I am having nothing to do with it. I think I've read the first three. The fourth one, I think. Um, I quite like the series up until about season four. I, I think it seemed to follow the books and then it just got like really weird. <laughs> but but uh, I, I think the season before. out of the yeah. up to four, I quite liked it. And then I think five and six, I, just, I didn't really understand what was going on. No one did. And this one's been a lot better than those past two. So, so you like this one more? Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's. It doesn't mean it's perfect, but then you know there's. Would you agree or disagree yeah. with that, guy? I like this one more than the last two seasons. Yeah. Mm. Um, Why do you think that is? Because it finally. Fucking I just think. Yeah, I think it's the point. It's building up to stuff now. I think. Yeah. You it's up a bit. Yeah, exactly. I've detached from my knowledge of the books to the TV show. I think. You know, previously there were two similar where they were doing things that were very similar in the books, but changing things that didn't really make any sense. But now it's like so far detached from that. You're just kind of trying to see what's Forget about the books. <laughs> I'll try not to mention the books. I can't really because I know you, you don't particularly equate it to the books and Danny's mm. not here to rant about them with, so... No, I don't really... I'll try not to. Right. Should we start? Episode six was Beyond the Wall. It was a medium-length... Title. Title. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly always talks about the titles and we don't know why. <laughs> this had three words. Others have only had 
one word. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Kelly's not used to being able to speak, so it's really going? weird not to be constantly interrupted. <laughs> Hi, Danny, by the way. Bye forever. <laughs> You've been replaced. Hi, Danny. <laughs> You're not reading cards. Why, Why do you sound like you're talking <laughs> like a robot? Uh, hi, Danny. <laughs> Goodbye, Danny. Right, okay, so the episode starts, and I thought I had. I, I wasn't watching the right thing for a minute and it starts really slowly with a shot of the map. Did we see this? Oh yeah. With a table. Because I thought it was a mistake. I thought that they'd edited it wrong, genuinely. And this <laughs> is the level that we're, we're dealing with now. So I think it was Daenerys' map of the, you know, the table map that Stannis and the Red Woman yeah. had sex on yes. that time. I think it was a shot of that and you mm. saw us. It panned up the country and literally went beyond the wall. Oh. And then um, had a shot of the fireplace in the background as well. I didn't really get the point of it. I thought it was sort of juxtaposed to everything else that happened in the episode and I, I thought it was in the wrong place. I was confused. You read too much. Now I'm really confused. Why was it there? I don't know. I don't read too much into it. There was what? a fire in the room. Yeah, okay, no, in not the necessarily. background of the shot. They, they pan into the fire. I'm not saying the fire is relevant. I'm just saying why did they bother putting in this shot of them panning up? Because they have That's to pan up something. No, they don't pan up anything. They can just open in Winterfell. Hello, um, hi. Let's open. go kill dragons. It's in the raven. The they then, didn't, didn't it, I think it then cut beyond the wall and they have it's some beautiful shots. Cinnamonatronics. It's a mixture of cinnamon and electronics. It's the cinnamonatronics. You have to have a cinnamon shot in every show. A pinch TV of cinnamon is necessary. And um, <laughs> pan. Why not pan? Um, You're going to argue every every single one of my points, aren't you? <laughs> You're picking up on a little thing that people... Have go, you listened to this, this podcast before? Yeah, well, you know, so. sometimes it's hard to listen over the voice of Danny. <gasps> oh! He's, Hi, he's staring at the mic as well as if he's in the room. Like Daenerys' fire. Right, You okay. must know how that feels, right? <laughs> what? Staring at the mic? No, I'm trying to listen over... Danny. I can't get a, I can't get a word of it. Danny. Maybe he's like the wall. The, the wall? The you wall. said wall. The wall. That's him saying wall. The wall. The wall. The wall. The wall. wall. You know the sheep's wool. The you know wall. the wool to keep the sheep out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I'm going to do it geographically this week. So I'm going to chunk it so first of all we'll start in Winterfell because it was everyone's favorite place I'm sure this week oh. so um we start with Arya monologuing and looking out into the distance and this reminded me do you remember in the IT crowd whenever I've just rewatched the IT crowd by the way <laughs> whenever Richmond would come out of his yes. room and have a memory and he'd just look beyond and they'd all start looking down the camera it really because she just stared out into the distance and did a monologue while Sansa was stood behind her um, which ended in, it was a story about how she shouldn't have shot the bow and arrow, she shouldn't have been allowed to do it because she was a girl, but then she tried and she got the bow and arrow and she bought blah, blah, blah. And then the end of the story was Ned slow clapping, which I thought was really weird. Um, she had gloves on, so. Yeah, it was sort of muffled. Don't try and muffle it, don't, you'll <laughs> spill it everywhere. Um, and she basically said that Sansa killed Ned in, in some roundabout way. Um, she sent the letter. Because she sent the letter, which was to Rob about trying to get him to turn himself in, and he was a traitor, and um, he needed the Lannisters were looking after her, and aren't the Lannisters great? Come and bend the knee, blah blah blah. What did we think of this whole 
scene. I hate both of them. Okay, great. <laughs> great. I don't want any of them to win. I nope. kind of just want Littlefinger to kill them both. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care about what happens to either of these girls at this point. Why not? They're both winding me up. Why? Because neither of them have a point. They're just squabbling over <laughs> right. nothing. Right? I, I, used to, I used to like Arya because she was like this little runt that was, you know, not really meant to survive but then managed to train herself in yeah. the masters of... Stick fire. S- needle stick. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, great. It's a renowned. I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm a girl. I'm not supposed to be fighting with a sword, but hey, this guy has belief in me, and he's trained me like to chase cats and the rest of it. Oh, and you like Syria, don't you? I like Syria, yeah, and I like that Arya. Mm-hmm. Arya, and then she done all this faces of the many gods that we cannot see that change overnight. That's the film. Title yeah, the yeah. I remember that very, very, very clearly. <laughs> And, and it was like, oh, this is going somewhere. She, oh, she's going to go for a list and kill... Oh, oh, they've already died. Oh, oh, oh they've already died. Oh, oh watch Lou. I'll go and find Sansa and have a little moan. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wait, what, Sansa's right. What has she done? Well, nothing, really. No. I don't like Sansa. And Who does? <laughs> I don't like Sansa. It's her own sister. But I... I've got to say, like, that what Arya is saying about her not being strong enough to stand up to the to mm-hmm. the Lannisters is absolute bullshit. She was just a scared little child. Yep. Some people, okay, so you know, Arya manned up, but but Arya would if Arya would have been in this situation and manned up, as you put it, like and, and stuck stuck up for her family, she would have just been killed. Like I don't. She was she was doing a life preserving act. Yeah, Ned declared himself a traitor yeah. and was willing to go to the wall and take the black to protect his family. So he did nothing more than Sansa did. Sansa pretended she agreed with the Lannisters, yes, I'm a traitor, yes, all my family are traitors, to protect her own life and to protect yeah. the family. There's nothing, nothing that you can do did, when you're 14. Did, yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong here, but didn't the Hound have a conversation with Sansa about sort of going along with everything? Yeah, yeah, wasn't it when Joffrey was like yeah. slapping her and stuff? Yeah. But the yeah. hound stopped her and and said that it would Don't. be easy if you just do as you're told, I think he yeah. said. But that was really early on, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, and I think it was at that point that she was young and she realised that, oh, wait, because she was very well, was she was af- very outspoken for herself, wasn't she? That was after the da- her dad was killed, though, was I think. It? That was when she was living with him, and I think the reason why she was arguing was because they'd killed Ned. But the other thing that wound me up here was when she said, I saw you on the stage with your pretty dress while they killed our father. And like, if you rewatch that scene, Sansa is like, so no one knew that Ned was gonna die. The, the agreement was he was gonna take the black and go and live at the wall. That was the agreement. But then Joffrey being a knobhead was like, no, cut his head off. And literally no one knew. Cersei didn't know, it was a complete surprise. So Sa- Sansa starts like pu- pushing forwards. People have to, I think the hound actually holds her back and she's screaming and it's horrific. Yeah. If you'd have seen that, You'd have known that she didn't. She wasn't playing along with the Lannisters. Mm. She wasn't yeah, playing exactly. along with her dear Joffrey. Yeah. I think she said, "You." I think she starts screaming about, "You promised. You promised. You got your promise, or whatever." And like, is really upset about, you know, her dad being beheaded in front of her. So the main reason Sansa is scared? Question mark mm-hmm. is because um, this scroll, this raven that she sent, can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's made of dragon glass. No. Wrong storyline. <laughs> Good effort. <laughs> 9 out of 10. Any? 
It, sorry, what's she scared of? We, a we scroll. There's the scroll that, she, that Arya's now got hold of. Oh, where she uh, admits that she... Where she was under duress okay. and forced to write some stuff. I mean, I think Arya had a point. I, I think point? that's probably what she's scared of is the Lords reading it. Why is that scary? Would they would they believe that she meant it? Probably. Why? Because the Lords are fickle. Oh, that's another thing, isn't they it? They don't know who they support. Well, anyone My can point use was, it, can't they? Well, Rob, if they want to. Rob yeah. didn't believe it when he got it. And uh, Bran didn't believe it when he got it. They both said, well, Sansa... Also, this is another point. This is very picky. But Rob... Surprise. surprise. What? <laughs> Rob was in marching on the south when he got the raven. And um, so... We don't know how it's ended up back at Winterfell. And it's the exact same one because it's in her handwriting, which Arya mentioned. Yeah, so it's not like it? Maester. I don't. Who read it? Who originally read it? It's Rob. In the battle what in the he south, say? he said, Well, have you seen what they've made her write? And they said, she said something, uh, Catelyn said something like, uh, Cersei Lannister's words, more like, not Sansa's. So they all knew. Yeah, so if Arya wasn't wandering around like a little dickhead cat. Then okay. she'd, she'd, she'd know. Well, a little cat. She is a little cat. Because her mum's called Cat. Oh, yeah, okay. and she called herself Cat for a bit as well. Cat of the Canals. Was that really? in the show? That wasn't in the show. No. no. Stop mentioning it. Miss you, Cat. <laughs> um, right. Hi, Danny. So, Danny. So, <laughs> <coughs> so um, the Northern Lords, if they found out, they're, they're very fickle in the show. They're very fickle. Sansa actually mentions it. So she goes, obviously, all this crazy stuff's happening she's very concerned about what Arya's going to do so she goes and confides in the most trustworthy person in Winterfell who she really trusts Littlefinger mm-hmm. she goes to trust Littlefinger mm-hmm. um, very trustworthy. and that's the joke and he says well why wouldn't they trust why wouldn't they trust you um, and right. she says of course they won't trust me because um, they didn't trust John and then they did trust John but now they don't trust John again and then also I married two of our traitors both of which I was kind of forced into but I did it. Who else did she marry? Wait, Tyrion. She married... Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tyrion. Sorry, I it was Tyrion. About that. We have argued about it. Because it was a, a sham marriage. <laughs> Twas. Twas, Twas a, a sham. sham. Um, it was half a marriage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Littlefinger, I don't really know what he recommends. He sort of says, but Brienne's here and she's sworn to protect both of you. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And no one really knows what he means. No one does. Does he mean if Arya attacks Sansa, or if Arya tells the Northern Lords, Brienne's going to what? Kill Arya? Well, you know what I think he's trying to do in some ways is that he he was the man behind the winning the battle because he got Sansa to the Vale and, and you know, the, the Battle of the Bastards and they won, and it was kind of his, some of his doing bad. Uh-huh doing that that now he's like I think he's quite destructive that he'll be like oh well I'm just going to ruin it all now so now he's just meddling for the sake of meddling yeah. let's see what happens well, I don't see what the point is because before you could see that he was trying to do this or that and the way I compared it in my blog was I said that at the beginning of the season at the beginning of the show he was playing a chess game he was like a grand master of chess so you saw him move the pawn yeah. but actually he was thinking six moves ahead to when he was going to move the queen or the king do you know what I mean like he was playing a massive chess game now I kind of feel like he's playing bookaroo like he's <laughs> it's very tense and anything that it could all go terribly wrong but he's acting like he knows what he's doing and he's acting like he's in control but let's just put this one last satchel just try on. just try it oh, it's great say it say it Oh. Chaos is a ladder. 
Or I think it's a bit more like yeah. Pop Up Pirate. Pop Up Pirate is a great example. It's a very similar game to Bookaroo <laughs> in in terms of tactic. My point was there's How? no strategy. Is How there? many knives can I stick in their backs before? Okay. Oh, that's what Pop Up Pirate is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You never played with the barrel. Okay, so Sansa also drops in this part that she's not heard from John in weeks. So the King of the North has marched on to do like the, the massive battle. He's gone to go and get the dragon glass from the the new queen, and he's just not been in touch. Busy, very, very busy. busy flirting with yeah, the eyebrows. A lot of eye have, fluttering. They don't have like mobiles. They have ravens. Ravens. They? they do have ravens. Ravens travel awfully fast. Very fast in this episode, and even um, I got that one. So. <laughs> Then the, the next scene was a bit later on and the maester gives Sansa another raven, speaking of ravens. Damn it, missed a good segue. Um, <laughs> Segway! Raven mad. What? <laughs> <laughs> so she gets um, an invitation to go to King's Landing. What I'm assuming it's about, the only reason I can imagine that she's calling a meeting for all of the lords is to go and see the White Walker. Get what I mean? Cersei. So Cersei is being brought a White Walker, right? Right. To prove that White Walkers exist. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of this mission that we've not talked about yet. <clears throat> and they caught. They were going to call like a ceasefire for the for the time being for them all to meet and show her the White Walker. And be like, look, you need. We all need to sort this out first. Then we'll sort out our beef, Mrs. Yeah. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like invitations would be given out to all of the lords in Westeros oh, to try okay. and get as many armies on yeah, board as possible. No, no, no. Yeah, but she's always like... Right, oh, well, yeah, no, but this, this was my wildfire. point. This was my wildfire. point. Wildfire! Wildfire! This is my point. If John had sent the invitations, that would make sense because he knows he's going on the mission to go mm. and get the White Walker and then he's going to bring him back. Everyone try and be in King's Landing for around this time and we'll try and get there and we'll show you something really cool and we'll have to go and battle together. Cool. Fine. Love you, John Hicks. I won't know. But Cersei sent them. The what? Queen sent them. And she doesn't actually... She, sorry. She's not actually heard about it. Jamie's heard about it from Tyrion, who's then gone and told Cersei, and she's been like, well, don't believe him, but never betray me again. I'm pregnant. And that was the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand where this invitation has suddenly come from. Maybe the plan is to just try and show John up. Maybe either she doesn't believe him uh-huh. at all, and she wants she to think as many as possible yeah, to see him flat on his face. Maybe she'll always get rid of the king of the north. Then yeah. okay, it's a good theory. She'll always have another, uh, an ulterior it, motive. It would have been good to see her. Yeah, like this yeah. note because I feel like this note came from in the south, did we? Sorry. Nope, not in the south. So her hair should probably be like three foot long. Should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really really long. Long. I think she's cutting it in that style. I think she likes it. I think she's yeah. on it. What with a piece of glass? Yeah. She thinks. Mm, well, Jamie's got quite a modern haircut. He's not yeah. got long hair. Who? Jamie. So whatever he's cutting his hair with. Anyway, so that was weird. So she got that raven, and she has to go to um, King's Landing. But she decides actually, Littlefinger's got in her head a little bit about Brienne, maybe, and so she sends Brienne away. But instead of being like, "Hi, Brienne, um, you're going to be my um, envoy. Please go to King's Landing." Okay, see you later. Bye. She was like. Brian, I'm forcing you to go. I'm also burning a book for no reason whilst this scene's going on. <laughs> but you're a bitch, and I hate you, Brian. Fuck off. You've been nothing but nice to me, so well, I'm gonna need you to fuck off, okay? <laughs> what if they took the walker to um, King's Landing and they had everyone there and they were all like, 
you know, the big unveiling, uh-huh. and, and then like they go, "This is a White Walker," and he goes, "Oh, I'm not a White Walker." Well, I was just, I was just. <laughs> My name's Harold. <laughs> I, 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 just, I was just a bit scared, and these guys were a bit scary, so I was just playing along. They were like, "You should have said something." I screamed. <laughs> I tried, gentlemen. Then you put a, a bag on my head, and I was trying to wriggle free. And Unhand me, sirs. <laughs> anyway, so Brienne off she pops. Then we um, cut to the final scene in Winterfell, which made the me laugh the episode. so hard mm. that we genuinely had to stop the episode for a little bit. Right. Okay. So Sansa has decided to investigate Arya because she's creepy and weird now. Uh, and stares off into the distance and does monologues. Um, so she goes into her room. We know it's Arya's room because the dagger's on the side. And then as she's looking at something on the side, she something catches her eye under the bed. And she goes over and it's, I'm not going to lie, a rather beautiful brown, like oxblood messenger bag. Looks yeah. leather. I'm going to say it's leather. Bag, oh, it's so pretty. I've got one like it, actually. Yeah, how really often nice. do you use it? All the time. I store my faces in it. <laughs> so she opens it up and there's very ominous music. Nice. And, she, and she pulls out... Literal, a bag of literal faces of like masks. You don't have a bag of faces. One of them looks like it's Walder Frey. I'm Danny right now! (laughs) One of them looks like Walder Frey, and Sansa's all creeped out, and then suddenly I stood right behind her. Not what you're looking for. Creepy voice. You were supposed to be here. (laughs) Now you're Danny. And then I think Arya threatens her. Yeah. Says about cutting her face off anyway. I feel like that's a threat. What did we think of this theme? It was weird. Right? I hated it. I hate them both. Can you just replay the clip that I said earlier about them both? (laughs) That's my reaction again to this scene. It's like we're watching two people that look like people we know play two different people in a scene that doesn't really make sense. I didn't think that Arya and the faces many god with no hope <laughs> actually wear people's faces. I thought that they they were so trained in the art of disguise mm. that that they become this character without having to put on an that's uh, uh, kind of yeah. defeats the purpose. There's no real but answer to it. We don't know if this is wrong or right. No. I just feel it looked ridiculous. To see a bag yeah. of latex right? skin doesn't when skin so, dries it does I mean what's it been treated with? I mean I feel like this is a real amazing. misunderstanding on their part and I think even if I just use the show world knowledge there was times there's been times in the show where Jackan literally turns his head and then turns back and he's a different human and when Arya was Walder Frey at the start of this season, she was huge. She was really tall in like a massive coat. She was quite broad as well. Had his, and she said about doing his voice, but she also, when she pulled the face off, had his hands, had like old man hands. So I don't believe it's a case of you put a face over your face it's and go. It's magic, isn't it? Yeah. It's a form of magic and wizardry. There's, there's, there's some form of, there's a, a craft there. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit weird, it kind of took away from the whole magic oh oh it's just a, a face that to, to me on. it took away from the seriousness of the yeah. scene because i found it so laughable that it was literally a bag that it's just been under when did she have that bag i've not seen that bag before she didn't have a bag when she came into winterveld did she no. i like that bag i would have noticed that bag <laughs> and i've not seen it and how, how do they attach to a face as well? Because so many like questions. Don't mind the back, did they? But the, the faces—they've they, been there for a while, haven't they? Because they were all up in the the the. They, they were, which was 
also a of hopes. The, but then when they when he started physically cutting them off with a scalpel, I knew something was a bit dodge about the whole thing anyway. Mm-hmm. That wasn't how I'd ever seen it before. But I was going along with it. It's the show, right? They're I mean. very soft and floppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Danny. That's, That's what she said. Um, do we think that Arya is going to kill Sansa? I don't know what's going on. Do you think Sansa's going to kill Arya? No, I think Sansa's got the knife now. I think she's going to go completely back on herself and stab Littlefinger. Have you read any of the... Obviously you haven't. Have you read any of the theories about Arya and Sansa in this? So so in the book reader universe, we call it honeypotting. So when something happens that is inexplicable, it doesn't make any sense, people will honeypot a theory around it to make it like, no, actually, it, it can work like this. So they want it to work so hard, they, they come up with a theory. So this is the theory, this is the honeypot for this whole situation, that there's a couple. One, Arya is, um, Arya is the waif. The waif killed Arya back in well, season I, five I, and has been disguised as Arya ever I, since. Right. Don't know what the point of that is. Yeah, I said I, well, I said something earlier that I don't think, by the way Arya's been acting... You don't think she's Arya? No, because Arya yeah, was quite likeable like with this mm-hmm. runtish, roguish kind of lovability. And she's, she, you know, she's a young character and we want her to do well on that. And now she just fit very cocksure of herself and we don't like... I think there's something different about her that that's not her. And I thought, Even well, with from, all this faceless... Godman stuff that That's they, someone's killed Arya and they've got her latex face stuff. But even from like um, the first episode when she reunited with the other Starks, so there was something quite sweet about her. Like even though there was moments where she was emotionless, there was an element of Arya still there, and that seems to have gone along the wayside. The other theory is that Arya has killed Littlefinger and she's wearing Littlefinger's face. Whenever you see Littlefinger, it's actually Arya, and she's testing Sansa. Don't really get that one either. And the final theory, which is the most popular one, is that Arya and Sansa have had a chat in secret privacey and are in cahoots to take down Littlefinger. Oh, I would love it if that was the case. Why are they doing that in in a room where it's just the two of them? Because he's everywhere. But then how do they do the original meeting then? How do they originally agree to do it if he's everywhere? That would make... I, I have a terrifying feeling that one's true. I think it's just been very poorly seeded. That falls apart, that theory in general. Well, that would if explain you the, look wood, into it. the wooden kind yeah. of woodiness. It would, and it would explain why Arya's talking about wanting to wear her dresses and doing stuff, saying stuff that isn't quite Arya. Like, the, the, I, I get That'd there's some elements that would make sense about it, but there's some bits that you just think they were alone on the balcony, okay, someone could have been listening, but Arya went in hard to Sansa that if you were just kind of going to... If it was an act... Why are you being so mean? Like, so harsh when you say you're... There's still a lot of resentment there. Where did she... Did Was it last episode when Arya came back to Winterfell? The episode before, I think. Where she got past the guards and she yeah. met Sansa in, they the, hooked in the dungeons. In the crypts, yeah. yeah. Now, that's probably one of the only places that... But Little Thing's been there all the time and it's dark. He could be there. Yeah, but she's just she's just arrived... So it's a one point that she could probably speak to Sansa without being mm. interrupted or watched by Littlefinger. Sure. So she could have had the conversation there, and it's probably the only private place they the, could have had the conversation. If, if, this, mm. if this theory is true, which I have a very scary thought that it is, they'll never explain when the conversation happened. Yeah, but there's, there's always a thing. I, I know, obviously. So it doesn't matter. The ar- The argument is pointless anyway. But my, my argument against the Crips one would be that Cersei knew what was happening in her cellars 
mm-hmm. because of like little birds that she and that's exactly what Littlefinger does. He uses little birds, doesn't he? Yeah. Because the the point with this theory is as well, you know, remember was it last episode of the one before when Arya oh, was spying on Littlefinger and it was so laughably bad. She was literally yeah. just help the guy. I compared him to the guy who used to stand behind Helga in Hey Arnold and just breathe down her neck. She was literally just stood right behind him. She wanted to be seen. Yeah. If if this theory is the same thing, then that, the whole the whole thing was planned from the beginning. Again, it feels a bit like Buckaroo. You're gambling a lot yeah. on the fact that Littlefinger isn't hasn't got an actual plan in place. Obviously, he doesn't. He's useless this season. But his <clears> accent <throat> is. That yes, I think he doesn't. Apparently, I've heard rumors that the actor is really upset with what they've done to his character. So I think he just doesn't give a shit. I think he's like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll say these lines. I'll be Welsh. <laughs> you think I'm gonna do my? <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. Irish. Oh, I can do the accent, but I refuse to. Right, we've done Winterfell, guys. Okay, Winterfell's done. Next, Dragonstone, quickly, before we go beyond the wall. So, um, in Dragonstone, we get some time to talk about how great Tyrion is. Tyrion's great, guys. As usual. He's great. Um, Because it's been a while since we heard how great Tyrion was, so let's be reminded, Tyrion's great. He's (laughs) like those posts that people put on Instagram with motivational messages on. He's the the you know Insta Game of Thrones <laughs> living version of that. Be the best Tyrion you can be. <laughs> Even a postman has a duty to deliver. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so deep. Um right, so <laughs> um Danny likes Tyrion because he's not a hero and then he gets a bit like I was a hero this long time. <laughs> um <laughs> and then they chat about Nothing, but they talk about everything. So the conversation goes in about seven different directions. It goes from, you fancy John. No, I don't. He's short. To... <laughs> genuinely... Is that what, he, what she means? He's too little for me. doesn't mean in sense of... What? Of... Like, what? where he fits in everything. <laughs> no? <laughs> Why? Word. Wording. Like, in terms of his penis. Phrasing! <laughs> How would she know the size of his penis? I don't know. Ravens. We've ravens all seen it. Very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you got a raven. John's got a small dick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was the last raven. Anyway, they also talk about the fact that they're going to go and meet Cersei, and it turns out that Danny has no control over her own tactics whatsoever because she's. Timmy says something like, "Cersei will expect that you have traps put in place," and Danny's like, "Have we?" It's like, well, shouldn't you know? Yeah, like, you're is, the yeah. queen. This is your plan. You should know what's going on. So she's got no control over her own decisions whatsoever, but we kind of knew that because last episode they were talking about how she'd be a great queen if she just did what she was bloody told. And now she is doing Now she's doing Um Then they talked about how she loses her temper sometimes. And then, out of nowhere, Tyrion's like, by the way, you can't have kids. <laughs> what's and going she on? She's always not been able to have kids. She was pregnant with Drogo as baby. Yes. And I then... Lost the baby and the Sienna witch, Mary Mazdor, I think she's called, that's wrong, I'm sorry guys. The witch, um, hexed her while, like, cursed her. Okay. Whilst she was giving birth, the baby was almost born like reptilian, like it had scales on and stuff. Um, and she said she was going to heal Drogo and she didn't. She, like, like cursed, she gave um, Drogo a thing that would purposely not heal his wound and kill Drogo. So Danny asked her when Drogo would come back because she loved him, 
and she said when the sun rises in the west and sets in the east when this and it was all impossible things but when this happens when that happens when your womb quickens again and you are with child that's when he will return to you wait could Drunko come back that's not gonna happen no they're not gonna no. the point of it in the point where of it when like, it was said he's, he's dead. dead the point of it when that. it was <coughs> where is he dead where's he lying where's his oh uh, essos huh essos the, so essos he's in essos the depot um so the point of the whole speech was that Drogo's never coming back he's dead and you can't have children oh. your woman's dead was the point but the fact that it was brought up i'm gonna say three times references to kids to daenerys having kids were about three times in this episode does that imply to anyone else that she's totally gonna get pregnant Preggers. Because this witch said that she wasn't. It doesn't mean that she can't. But She's had a lot of unprotected sex with Dario, which would imply that maybe she can't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like it means a lot. Maybe Jon Snow will get her pregnant. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe her not being able to have babies is going to be an important factor in a decision coming up soon. It must come back at some point. Has they to, because they don't just lot. start saying yeah. stuff unless it means stuff. Because they're not very good at foreshadowing. Um, anyway, she gets mad and she storms out. So, we go beyond the wall. Are we excited? Yeah. The name of the episode. <laughs> so, <coughs> the, Segway. we see um, that the seven main men are all there. The A-team, as we call them. So, you've got Tormund, John, Gendry, Beric Dondarrion, Thoris of Mir, and the Hound... Hooded guy, missing. one. Hooded guy, two. Here's someone called them Snow, Jorah. Seven. Jorah. Jorah. Jorah as well. Jorah Snow Seven. Snow Seven. If it works. I've yeah. disappointed my father. I yeah. am a failure. I'm Jorah Mormont. Why do you sound more northern when you're doing an impression of Jorah? Please Wait. marry me, my queen. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I have grayscale. You still sound like you're reading our cards. But he's becoming Danny because we've got impressions now. So, so good. You've got the oh, seven. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You've got your seven main <laughs> men. None of the main men have. Genji does a bit later on, but none of the main men have hoods or hats or anything to protect them from the cold. It's very cold in the north. Or beyond the wall. Dragon glass. They, what it is assumed they have dragon glass because right. they mined it. But they, no one's spoken about it. I was oh. saying this. It would have taken you two minutes to go. Everyone got their dragon glass, guys. Danny, got it. Danny, Check. Danny was like, <laughs> "Sound yeah, off, have... dragon glass. <laughs> <laughs> Three, four, dragon glass. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. <laughs> dragon glass. Oh my god, you have morphed into Danny. <laughs> well, Danny said finally to John, "Oh well, you can you can have the dragon glass in." Mm-hmm. So, but I thought they'd do a whole montage like they did with. Samuel Tarly. Hi, ho! The mining. Being sick. They Of the mining it and making these awesome swords. The argument for that, I'm actually going to stick up for a show for once, is that there isn't time. Is there? Oh no, but there's time to have lots of conversations that don't benefit. Thank you, Troy. Any- good segue. So, anyway. It's very cold beyond the wall. None of them have any hoods up or any hats or anything to protect their ears or noses or anything that could get. Um, frostbite and fall off or anything nasty mm-hmm. they, they just they're dealing with it they're men it's fine seven six of the men do have hoods and we can't see their faces do who do we think is at risk of dying during this trip 
I know you won't get this, but it's like uh, the red shirts. The red shirts in Star Trek. How is it that you didn't get my reference about Star Wars before, and yet you get about red shirts? Because red shirts is a TV trope, so I know about red shirts. So whenever okay. they go on, you, you know about um, Star Trek. I've heard of Star the ones Trek, that yes. were all the so they had you had the people in yellow shirts and the people in red shirts in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. The ones that died were always the people in red shirts. They were always extras. They weren't characters. They didn't have names. You'd be like, so we'll take Kurt and we'll take. I don't know any other characters from Star Trek. Spock, is he yeah, in Star Trek? Spock. <laughs> we'll take someone else, and then they'll be like, also, Bones. Dave, do you want to come? And there'll be this guy looking at me like, oh. Uh, wait, what colour shirt? Am- oh, oh, man. It's like a common <laughs> TV trope that, and that's where it sort of became a thing. But it's always happened, isn't it? You get all the main guys, and then you get a few extras, and the extras are always the ones who dies. The thing that bugs me about it happening here is that Game of Thrones is always so anti that trope yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was always like everyone was at danger oh, of dying. Oh, that was my point. That was, yeah. I had a point earlier when you were talking about Arya and Sansa <coughs> that this whole idea of people just randomly dying that we like and go, ah, that, where is that? It's gone. Where is that? That is what liked, liked me. That's what <laughs> liked me. That's what I liked about the series. Not It's not because you want people that you like to die, but the fact that you don't know they where they could it's die at any time. Yeah. Wait, the, the, when was the last time someone important died? I think that's the point now. I think it's because, not the point, but I think because we've got down to the the final mm. ones, very reluctant to kill anyone off. I agree. I yeah. think yeah, much as yeah, like I hate people dying, they should kill. But we know what the series is like. Kill them off and bring them back in two episodes because. But also, we can do it. I feel like it's. It, I get your point. I get that it's coming towards the end, so you need. They've got their main players let's put aside that they've killed off their, their other ones too soon then. Mm-hmm. But let's say they've got your main cast, that's fine. But what this trope is now doing is saying these people are invincible. And that doesn't make an exciting TV series Sentence for me. Lord of the Rings, when I saw it? when I saw the set the six, seven of them moving off with all those extras, I was like, Well no one's gonna die. No one important is gonna die and okay, one person died. It was no one important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no attachment. You've got attachment to these characters, maybe, but you're, you're not worried for any of them. And I feel like that's what made Game of Thrones such a good show. Since season one and Ned died, you were always so worried about what was going to happen to your favourite character. Because it happened to Ned, who was, like, everyone's favourite. Yeah. So yours could go at any minute. And it kept happening to good people. So, But I suppose they've made everyone horrible people. Well, they could have at least killed off Littlefinger by this point. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? So... Right, we have some useless conversations during this trip. Do you want to, I'll do a quick recap of them. So, um, Gendry's never seen snow. Mm-hmm. Um, these, so these are f- fun facts that were very useful and we needed to know that time had right. to be used telling. John is like Mance Raider when he didn't kneel. Mm-hmm. That's a good fact. Um, Gendry's sad because Mel used him for leeching his blood. The oh, Hound sex. thinks that he's a I'm bit of a girl sex. for being sad and he should stop whinging. The Hound had yeah. many words. Many words. He's like... John decides now's the time to talk to Jorah. It's very cold. It's very cold, but you can't see anyone's breath. Sorry. You know what it reminded me of? <laughs> Remember in Rent when they filmed in a boiling hot studio in LA, they it, but they had to put the in. breath in in CGI. At least they bothered putting the breath in in CGI. <laughs> Nothing. Very, so cold, but I can't see my own breath. Um, he talks, decides to talk to him and says that Jorah's dad gave him long claw, but now I think it's time to be back with family. It's been with your family for generations, and... Uh, Jorah says, I don't deserve it. I was a slaver and a horrible human being. You keep it. Is there anyone else in the Mormont family that has been, that has shown deserving of this sword before Jorah Mormont? 
Do you know who the other Mormon is? No. Danny would know. Liana. Liana Mormon. Yay! Thank you. Liana, the badass who keeps standing up for John and keeps being cool, doesn't deserve a chance at this she? sword. She's but a little one. She's okay. she's a niece or a grand. Oh, I think yeah, she's the granddaughter of the one he used with. I just feel like she, if anyone's going to deserve a long call, it's oh, her. Why would the you? whole point of Jorah's dad giving the sword to John was because Jorah didn't deserve it. And this doesn't belong in, in my family because Jorah can't carry it on. And if John is all up for the women fighting, that would have been a great point, imagine. The women can <laughs> fight. I think women should be trained up as well. And the Anna Moment stood up for it and he was like, actually, here's long call. Like, that would have been oh, so that would cool. Have been good, yeah. No, done. It's also, not... it's kind of, lo- sorry. Also, it's kind of lucky that he said no because he needs the Valyrian steel to defeat the uh, White Walker in a bit. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's got a wolf on it. Like, it's kind of a bit like... He's got a wolf on it now, yeah. You know, I know red's your favourite colour and red's the colour of your family but your dad gave me the car and he painted it white because that's the colour of, you know, my family Ooh, coat of arms. got very quick. <laughs> but, you know what? So now we're up to Troy's favourite bit of the episode. Oh, when Kagain says to Tormund that he says, oh, you want to suck my dick next? And he goes, dick? He goes, cock. And then he goes, dick? I like it. <laughs> it, it, it was a lot funny. It was a way, <laughs> it was a way, it, it was a way that he was so, so oh, yeah, I, dick. I, I like, like it. it. It was like someone said, oh, you know, next you want to drink my Coca-Cola. And he went, Coca-Cola? My Pepsi. Coca-Cola. I like it. It, it was like he did. Yeah. I just I don't understand how he's not heard that word yet. He's been up he's been beyond the wall on the other side. Earthquake. For a long time. Um and has <laughs> never has never heard it. It kinda explains why he likes Brian. Does he think Brian's a man? No, he's not saying he likes dick. dick. He's saying I he likes like the word. Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> That's the whole point of the joke. Is that why you liked it so much? Because how nonchalant he was it going. Dick. Oh, you just, you were like, like oh, he's gay and he's proud. No. no, he's not flying his rainbow flag. He he likes the word dick. He didn't know what the word meant, so he goes dick. And so to explain it, the hound translates it oh. as cock, and he goes, oh, dick. I, I like, like it. it as a word to use instead of cock. Oh right, I just thought that he liked. What I liked, are you talking liked about? Liked a bit of dick. <laughs> no, he likes. That's why I found it so funny because the way he just goes dick. I like that's it. That's the joke. And then the hound goes, I bet you do. And that's the thing. And then he goes, well, no, I don't. Blah. Brienne, babies. I'm obsessed <laughs> no, with No, I her. don't. I'm, I'm in love babies with... Babies again. Babies. I want her babies. Yeah. No, I don't. Guys. I'm in love with the most Coco. beautiful woman in the land. Brienne of Tarp. <laughs> don't diss her. Right? Don't diss Brienne. I want to have big monsters with big her. Big monsters. Oh, so um, then Beric, John Darien and John have a chat about the fact that, you know, they're both dead but they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that John doesn't look like Ned and it made me very mad because the whole thing, and I'm 90% sure this has been said in the show, probably not, don't give a shit anymore. Um, the whole point of John and the reason why Catelyn hates John so much is because he looks more like a Stark than any of her children do. Yeah, the so her, him and it's been mentioned. It has been mentioned in the show how much John and Arya look alike mm-hmm. as well. And they and it's been said in the past that Arya looks like Lyanna, Ned's sister, who is actually John's dad. Mm-hmm. Nope, she's a woman. She's John's mum. Oh, oh, I 
I just went with it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I you was like, very uh-huh. wise. Dick. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, that made me pretty mad because there was... Okay. Then, okay, that's our chat's over and done with. Whoa. Then. Then. Uh-huh. I thought Danny was here then. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Hi, Danny. So then uh, we see a mountain that the hound finds a mountain. Finds a mountain. There were some people online. There were some people online genuinely upset because they thought his vision was of the mountain and was the arrowhead shaped mountain, and they were going to have the game ball. Very. Oh come on! He's he's Um, poisoned and all. So there's they're all walking in a line, and then there's a scout, one singular scout, very way ahead, and that's not been the way they've been walking the entire trip because we've been seeing aerial shots of them and stuff. But one of the scouts is very far ahead. Is it one of our seven, or is it one of the six hooded ones, guys? Hooded guy. It's a hooded guy. Hooded guy number one. Um, he gets the then a polar bear comes out of nowhere. Yeah. A white, a white walker polar bear, mm-hmm. whatever, attacks him and he's dead. So we're one man down. Then um, Thoros and Beric get their swords out and set it on fire. Doesn't help. Awesome, he attacks. Yeah. Two more, two more hooded men. They're down, so we're down to three hooded men. I did think one of those was Tormund, so I was quite relieved. Yeah, they yeah. Were not Tormund. They were yeah. a bit like Tormund. I knew. I thought. To be honest, I thought it was as well until it that person was never seen again, and I was like, oh well, clearly it's no one important. But you're right that that that, that would have been as much as I would have hated it because I, I kind of like the whole Brian Tormund thing mm-hmm. now. Um, it would have been more effective yeah. had Tormund died suddenly and out yeah. of nowhere then yeah. that moment. Bastards. Or any yeah. or anyone like even if so Thoros was mauled by it, the hound is like frozen because obviously he's scared of um fire. fire and couldn't help and then Thoros jumps in and gets mauled for his efforts and then eventually Beric makes his way back to him. Anyway, and Jorah stabs the polar bear in the neck with what we assume is dragon glass, but we're never told is dragon glass. He doesn't shatter, he just falls. So I don't know if there's a difference between the undead and the White Walkers. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Like, because all the White Walkers in the past, when they've been hit with dragon glass or with Valyrian like steel, have, have shattered. Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is there. Anyway, he falls to the ground. Um, if Thoros had died instead of getting mauled as well, it might yeah. have meant more. So he was mauled a bit. He gets up and he like hobbles along. And then they eventually make it to another spot and they see all the White Walkers who walk like really nicely in formation in like single file. Do you remember when you were the dinner queue at school? Yeah. Like that. Do you... School did you go to? Polite one. <laughs> <laughs> um, they decide that instead of just attacking them there and then or like picking off the last one at the back, they're going to set a trap. We don't mm-hmm. know how they know what will... Do you think they're going to set a trap? I think they just... No, they like lord them. They said, unless we can get them up, where's the rest of them? He said, why don't we wait and find out? That's that, They were the words. Yeah. And then they were in a different location, which was by a stream which was running pretty smoothly, even though it's very cold. Um, and they light a fire and let it sort of go to embers. So that must have taken a while and they've hidden. Yeah. All the White Walkers come in. Well, a small branch of White Walkers, let's say. They're mm-hmm. not the whole crowd. Their um, own. Eighteen yeah. of white walkers. Oh my god! And the guy who was like <laughs> left is like their hooded guy. Yeah. Oh, but they did it backwards. Yeah. So, um, imagine if there's another TV show somewhere in the world, and it's just the, white, the white walkers, walkers and their adventure, and they're so mad <laughs> and how, and how they all died. Their, their scout has gone the wrong way seven times, yeah. and that's why they've taken so long to get <laughs> to the wall. 
Everyone is so slow when you stop going so in the wrong direction. So their show is just literally watching people walk every week. <laughs> Maybe this week will be the week. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we saw Jon Snow. No. <laughs> so um, there's a fight. A fight ensues. Jorah looks like he might die. He's being strangled a bit. Um, but then Jon stabs the main guy and he shatters. And then all of the other undead shatter and fall to the ground it's really ex- confused me. except for one guy yeah i didn't get that later on john says maybe it's because he turned them and so any ones that he turned so that must imply that either he's a shit white walker because that was only what like seven white only seven undead people that he's turned yeah because he knew is he like the apprentice what? or something and the other one because look how many other men oh, how yeah, many yeah, there's yeah. like an army of the undead and there's only Four of the White Walkers and the Night's King. So for him to only have like a troop of like seven, it's a bit like Avon. Like you've only got a team of seven. (laughs) You've been doing this for ten years. Well, maybe that's why he was was sent out then to recruit more. He'd only just started. Poor. Mm. What's your point, Cal? I, I, well, we didn't see the rest of them. Maybe loads of his mates dropped dead. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe in other places they all dropped dead. <laughs> but where in was that random one? In their separate scenarios in their own TV show. One guy's in the middle of proposing. <gasps> I do. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That'll save on cost. <laughs> <laughs> what a magical wedding we are planning. Um, their fiancés. We haven't. What? We haven't said fiancés. They're fiancés to each We're other. Engaged. They're engaged as fiancés to each other. Enraged. They are betrothed, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yeah. I don't really know where to Can go. Can you from stick that. that in at the beginning? No. So, no. Okay. They're fiancéed. They're fiancéed. Don't know how so they all shatter except for one, um, and then they attack it because that's obviously now we've only got one left. That's going to be the one that they're going to capture. Mm-hmm. And they try and cover its mouth, but it's screeching like a little, you know, bloody, you know what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> one of them, isn't and it, it seems to summon the rest of the White Walkers. And John gets very concerned because he hears this, so he goes up to Gendry and he tells Gendry to get his ass back to Eastwatch because he's the quickest. Mm-hmm. When was the race? They had races, right? They raced around the mountain once. Gendry's never seen snow. Mm-hmm. In terms of whether he's the youngest and fittest and fastest, should we not maybe go for someone like Tormund, who's got a great experience of being in that weather, mm-hmm. who who can navigate his way back to Eastwatch better mm-hmm. than someone like Je- Gendry, who's literally never been north before, let alone north of the wall. Mm-hmm. And Gendry would have had his hammer, so could have fought pretty well, because the hammer works on the undead, as is proven later on. But I feel like that was a poor choice of person. That's right, I guess, because it didn't achieve anything. No. Neither of them had any major, like, effect on anything that happened. Oh, I know, obviously. But they're not, sorry. Then he (coughs) runs back, he runs back through the night, through the day, and um, runs like a weirdo as well, and makes it back to the wall, and he collapses, and Davos says, where's the rest of them? And he goes, Ravens. So I imagine Davos thinks that they've been attacked by ravens. The ravens got them. <laughs> <laughs> no, raven. says, we need to send a raven. Snow and then raven. So we know that's happening. So then, meanwhile, all of the rest of the undead have found them because of the alarm that the first one set off. Then they run off. Oh, on. And they find themselves on a frozen lake. So they pause and watch the ice crack for a bit. And then they go, 
Okay. And carry on running on the frozen lake, and they make it to a, a, a rock in the middle. They don't just pause and look at the ice. They, they pause, look at the ice, think they're going to go back, but then realise that they're surrounded, so they run. That, that I said. It's not. <laughs> um, and then, as they're running on the frozen lake, um, another one of our hooded gentlemen gets tackled mm-hmm. and pushed through the ice, which breaks the ice. So luckily, all of our A team and all of our A team plus two are on the rock. You got a tally? Yep. This is hood <laughs> number four. who's just died. Uh, and then. <laughs> The, so they break the ice and all the White Walkers, because obviously they're not sentient beings, they just start, they carry on walking forwards and they all keep falling into the ice, over, oh, into the icy water over and over again. And as we were discussing before, um, we don't get a sense that they survive the icy water because no one bobs back up at any point. <laughs> like they just, just, they stay under there, they're gone. That's the impression we get. So, and the impression we get is that they can't survive underwater. So everyone else who wasn't sentient a minute ago and just walking in is sentient enough to know, shit, we better stop because everyone's dying and they stop. Is it they're not the Night King that kind of controls them? Do we not think the Night King can Oh, shit. Like a, a trained animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, but we didn't see a, a shot of the Night King in between the choice that was made. Mm-hmm. He didn't like whistle them and they stopped. Here, boys. Look at me. Look at me. Stop walking. Uh-huh. Surround, uh-huh. surround, like just sheepdog whistling. That makes so much sense. I'm in a perfect Come circle. Come away from me. Wait, wait. Um, no, I don't. I That'll do, pig. That'll do. I have no idea. Um, but they are completely encircled by these um, undead beings. And uh, in front of all of them is like a moat, if you like, of icy water. So they can't get any further either. Um, then they have a bit of a nap. Because you it's tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's night time Thoris doesn't wake up from the nap sorry to tell you guys he's he's dead Helm tells him it's the most peaceful way to go but his eyes were open so I don't think he did die in his sleep does he mean cold. about freezing yeah so the polar bear could you just slowly shut down because to... okay. um, he's got nothing it's the opposite of fire and then the hound um, the impression I got so what I read somewhere was that he was trying to get the the, the captured undead guy that they had, he was trying to get him to screech again in order to get the White Walkers moving so that they keep falling in the water. That's what he wanted to happen. That's oh, what really? I read somewhere. This is another honey pot. Oh. The impression I got was that he was bored and so he started throwing rocks at the White... What? what when did, why did you think he started throwing rocks? Because he got frustrated? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get any... I didn't get any underlying theory. So he starts throwing rocks. Uh, the first one hits the guy in the face um, and he calls him a C-word. And then he um, throws another one, but it skids on the ice. And sentient being that this undead guy is from Pirates of the Caribbean, um, he realises, I can walk now, and starts to walk towards him. And luckily, not everyone is as clever as this one guy. So they start coming in sort of waves. They're very slow to start walking. Um, and then there's a full fight. Fight scene, guys. Go. If, if they are sentient, mm. if, if if you're saying, oh, suddenly they're not sentient, mm. or whatever, I, I think the fact that they didn't all come at once fits in more with them being sentient. Because I totally. think the idea is that they don't all want to try the pressure at once. So totally. Going, yeah. But that goes against what they were doing at the start when they carried on walking straight into the icy water. Yes. Yeah, it does. So within literally a scene, they've gone from being zombies 
that just march towards what they want mm-hmm. to sentient beings who are thinking stra- strategically. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with either one of them, but both of them together is a bit strange. But how else would they move? But also they don't all have the same mind. They're all, they're all undead. Yeah, they don't but, have yeah, a mind but, anymore, yeah, right? They were triggered by something to all keep moving. Yeah, because they've all been marching this whole time. They like... should, but they should all have the same systems of working. They're just undead bodies, right? They're not. Yeah, so let's say they are sentient. Not... They should all be sentient. Then they shouldn't. Do you know what I mean? If you were, I feel like that the it was the pouring of of the I see. I saw them as zombies in that first scene because mm-hmm. they didn't stop. So the water opened up and they just kept on. If you watch them, there's a good thirty seconds where they just all keep on marching in and in and in mm-hmm. until there's like a lump of people and they can't move forward. And, and that's what I always thought the undead were like, like zombies. Like mm-hmm. they don't know their surroundings. They just keep moving. Yeah. yeah. But then I I quite like the other version when they can make decisions and plan. But I didn't get the two. Anyway, anyway. Maybe, um, maybe maybe they are controlled, but also can control their own actions. And when they're not being controlled, forcefully being controlled, they control their own actions. So the and Night's King was controlling them. Put on pause. Even though we didn't see the Night's King until later, the Night's King was controlling them earlier. What, when they're all walking? When they're all just walking. No, I think he controls them and says attack, and then he like lets the the reins go. He's not controlling. He can't control them all attacking because he'd have to have like... He'd have to slow everything down and this go, right, you swing, you swing, you, know what I was you swing. This is one. So he, yeah. he lets, he goes, his control is, mm-hmm. right, attack, mm-hmm. and then it's like having attack wraps that you let out of the huts. You choose to let them out of the huts, and they it's go. A, it's a cool idea. And then it would take literally, and go, it would literally take two shots of the Night King to, to make that a reality, wouldn't it? Like to, to prove that yeah. that's what it is. Would have been cool. Like, if they were but, just being controlled. But anyway. the idea that we see very few shots of the Night King, they don't say anything. They stand out a lot. Creates, yeah, he doesn't need create, to say anything. He can just show his I face. Okay, cool. They create this darker sense of, oh my God, what are they? So if we kept seeing shots of them, it would be giving more life to the... Hmm. My point was that you don't necessarily need to see him do anything. You see a shot of him stood there, and they all stop. And then a shot of him, and then they move. Anyway. Anyway. Now I'm imagining the Night King like in Fantasia. <laughs> exactly like that. Jets of water up. <laughs> Please. Um, then there's a full scale fight scene that I'm not going to break down every last bit of, but basically, our guys, our A team, they're kicking ass, guys. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, mainly because none of these White Walkers shatter anymore and they can be defeated by literally just hitting them a bit. That's what I got confused about. I thought there was a very specific way to kill them. There was. So back. When John defeated the one, so we were talking about this last week, when John defeated the one that came in to kill Jorah's dad, um, he couldn't defeat it. He was battling it with the sword and couldn't defeat it to the point where he cut his hand off and his hand continued to move independently. It was still animated, yeah. even though it was cut off him, until he used the Valyrian sword of Jorah Mo- of no, not Jorah Mormon, of Geo Mormon, of his dad, um, and that shattered what was no, wasn't a White Walker, was a, just an undead man. So I always assumed they would shatter if they were in contact with dragon glass or Valyrian steel, which are like very similar things. It's probably a lot of CGI to do that. A lot of CGI, but then, yeah, it's a lot of CGI, but then seed it, like do something with it, like do it earlier when when that guy came in, his hand carries on moving, but then he stabs him in a certain, like you can easily write in some a rule. They just, they just don't, yeah. they, they're treating it like a normal battle. And I feel like, 
because someone else wrote someone on twitter wrote like what's the point of even you don't even need dragons if you can defeat them all you need is a huge army yeah, yeah and yeah. you can defeat them yeah like exactly. they're not und- like the whole idea of them was they were undead and they cannot be defeated luckily we've got a dragon great we can kill them with fire but they cannot be defeated otherwise yeah. but literally they were just hitting them like what the hound was just hitting them with the hammer and that was doing him in but anyway um at one point Tormund gets fully attacked and covered with um white walkers who keep then like changing their mind and climbing off him i like it he had a good <laughs> well done. he had a good 50 seconds i'm gonna say of time whilst the white walkers were on him him up and not yeah and then some of them some of them popped up out of the water which we hadn't seen before two of them decided now was their time to pop up out of the water and tried to drag him in and luckily the hound got to him so that was a good 50 seconds of fighting meanwhile hound number um hound hood (laughs) number five died um when he um fell into some white walkers that might have been hood number six and it was yeah the one who uh, was sacrificed for john um, was literally three seconds. And then they, they ate him and looked back up and were ready to eat John. So it depends on how big a character you are, how quickly these White Walkers attack. Now, mm-hmm. the ones that came up out of the ice, mm. they went into the ice because Cregain, the hounds, whatever I'm calling he hit the ice with the hammer and they went in. Yeah. Now, that got rid of them. Mm. Why didn't he continue to do All that? All the way around, yeah. I mean, it would look a bit silly going ahead. What are you doing, Hound? I'm just, you know, chipping away. But, but they all could have joined in, couldn't yeah. they? It could have been like a desperate thing to try and break the ice. Like, could have well, been quite funny. We like, could have uh, broken yeah. a bit more ice and that would, you yeah. know, no, funnel them. I totally agree. I totally thought so that. I, I didn't get that. But don't worry, guys, because um, Danny and her dragons have arrived. Don't call her Danny. Daenerys and dra- her dragons have arrived. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's got all three of her dragons. She's riding Drogon because she always rides Drogon. So Drogon is hitting the White Walkers. Great. The other two dragons hitting them with his fire. Dracarys. Dracarys, thank you. Um, the other two dragons luckily have been briefed on the difference between alive people and dead people, and they know mm-hmm. who to aim for before mm-hmm. the battle. The one with the blue eyes. They don't all have blue eyes. The ones with the blue eyes. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that's a point because when the 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 dragon turns. Got blue eyes. Got blue eyes. Maybe it's when it's touched with the, the blue stick. We don't know, do we? Um. Anyway, so the, obviously she's rescuing them. She killed. She burns load of the white of the um, undead people. I would have quite liked to have seen. I was a bit disappointed we didn't get a reaction from the hound because I feel like we've seen twice in this episode how scared he is of fire. Mm-hmm. Literally a fire breathing being that he's never seen on this planet before. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And we get no mm-hmm. like moment of him even just being like a bit torn. Do you know when someone's like, yeah. get on the fucking drag? Like, could have been, I don't even want much. But the fact that they'd, again, this episode seeded the fact that he's terrified of fire. Yeah. He's like, let's go get on the dragon, guys. And just like throws the guy on and he's not bothered. Found it. Re- <laughs> <laughs> I found it really strange. I found it really weird. Um, yeah, that's true. I would have quite liked to have seen a reaction from the dra- from the hound. From the dragon. From the dragon and from the, the hound. Fuck off me, um, The dragon is the one thing that did react. <laughs> I'll talk about that right now. Um, then in the distance, so John is about to get on. Like They reach out hands to each other. He's about to get on. And then for no reason, he decides to continue fighting. Yeah, like they're various... about 30 foot, foot away. There's not a lot of them. It's almost like, I've seen a gif actually of when Daenerys is like, 
guy, give it up. I'm impressed. I want to fuck you. Stop it. Just come back. Get on the dragon. Like he's like doing all this stuff to show off to her. It's like it's not necessary. I'm totally in. I'm I'm game for whatever. Just get on the fucking dragon. She's not bothered at all. You can take me on this dragon. Just, just, just get on the dragon. Um, I don't get the point of except for tension. There's no point of him continuing to fight those random like whites because they could have been out of there by the time he reaches in this next bit. He reaches for a spear. And um, starts to aim. So his choices are... He. The Knight's King. Apologies. The Knight's King has got a spear. Um, and he looks into the sky. The third dragon has gone. We don't know where. He's gone, though. Mm-hmm. Drogon is currently being loaded with main characters who the Knight's King has spent the entire episode giving evil eyes to. Like, he wants to kill him a bit. He does. Or he's a bit stuck with them. <laughs> don't know which. I like it. Um, I want to know what love is. <laughs> Guys, I just want to be your friends. So, he's got a choice between that or the dragon that is flying through the sky. So, to show off, maybe he's into Danny too. To show off, <laughs> he throws the spear at the moving target instead of the stationary one, which would have also taken out a load of them that are, are, are battling against him. That would have been a good... Good target. Takes out the moving target instead. Um, this scene was was pretty emotional, actually. Like the dragon falling from the sky. <sighs> that was horrific. Drogon screeching about his brother. The only thing that really annoyed me was just they showed Daenerys's face. She was actually just like, she's not making an expression. There's no expression <laughs> on my face. I'm trying my best to be Amelia Clark, and it's really hard because I want to emote, but I can't. You're really emoting hard. a little bit. Right? <laughs> and I didn't get any, I didn't get any, maybe it's me being really harsh, but she was maybe confused. I got like a confused, huh? Well, I, they've like, been indestructible, haven't they? For once, though, I kind of did, she was stunned. In this scene. In this scene. Right. She was stunned. She didn't know how to react. She wasn't expecting. I, for once, I don't usually get anything from her. And I'm not saying she did a good job of it. Yeah. Because I don't think she's particularly good you could be projecting onto her yeah but i definitely got stunned okay stunned maybe i'm asking okay we'll talk more about her in a minute anyway because she gets a bit of emotional stuff later oh yeah um then he during that whole reaction of nothingness um john notices that the knight's king is getting another spear ready now for the stationary target so if any if any argument you had about he didn't want to go for that dragon, he wanted to go for the second dragon as a warning, blah, 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 is sort of null and void now because he did want to go for this stationary dragon because he reaches for his second spear. Mm-hmm. So he could have just used them as the first target but didn't well, may- fall may- tension. But maybe... Go on, go on. Maybe the, the stationary one was easy. He was definitely going to get that all the time, but it was this one that was breathing fire everywhere that he needed to quickly put a stop to. Yeah, get so someone else at that. So, so he did that first. I mean, we see it very slowed down, but he might have been like, you know, it's like, I don't know, there's, there's a tank and it's not facing us, but there's a guy with a machine gun shooting everyone. Well, let me get him. The tank's clear nearer. I'll get him in a minute and he's massive. He's, can it hit him? What I get that? I get that. So maybe, 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 like maybe it's that. You know? The choice of getting... So that was a moving target. So you always got the choice. You always got the chance that you're going to miss. The stationary one. He's you definitely. The whole army. He, can, he obviously doesn't miss a lot. He's quite a quite. A, he misses Drogon for a second. Five times. So. Oh what? My point was, if you you're definitely going to get a dragon out of this, which is what you want, 
So you might be losing a load of your undead army, but you're definitely going to gain this dragon. There's no risk there. It's stationary. And you're also going to gain a few undead people because they're going to die with the dragon. They're going to fall into the ice with it. I think that is a better target than the one that's flying through the air. But no matter how much damage that is doing to your army... Maybe if he's the playing... Easy... Anyway, anyway... Maybe he goes... We know, we know why yeah. they did it, because... The main characters can't die right now. They they need them not to die. But That's the choice of why they did it. So let's not pretend it's anything greater than that. He wants an even bigger army. Fuck off, Troy. So he wants he wants them to go away, kind of maybe not go away, so they can. So he sees John sees this second spear that the Knights King is lining up, ready to go, and he tells them all to go. He tells Daenerys to fly away. He's got probably got time to, but no, just go, go. I'll carry on fighting. I've got. I'll hold the fort here and tell them <laughs> to go. Um. The Night's King throws the spear. Luckily, Drogon has learned how to zigzag from that time that he got hit by Bronn a couple of episodes He's ago. He's been burned once. He shall not be burnt again. Yeah, but he was, ex- he was expecting it, wasn't he? The other one was like, well, I've never seen one of these. With his back to it. He doesn't know what side he's going to aim at. No, but Daenerys. They can feel the rush of air. That's very clever, Except for the first one. Because he didn't know it was coming. But he can't feel the rush of air. He's breathing fire, so all the air from around the fire... Is is changing what his perception? What are you talking about? Just, what also, are you talking about? His, can I just say as well? He's dying. I know. I know we've gone past that. Yeah. And feel free to cut this out. But it was brutal. Mm. It was. Oh, it was probably the worst thing that I've seen since uh, Oberyn died. Yes. It was just that the blood, everything in. I I did like it for how <laughs> emotive it was for all of us. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Which dragon was that? One of them. It'll be, I don't know. Um, it'll be Rhaegar, but you know what? I, like Rhaegar or whatever it is. It'll be one named after her brother. They're both named after her brothers. The rapey brother. Drogon that she's on <laughs> is named after um, her Carl Drogo. Yeah. Then the other two are named after her brothers. Yeah, but it's the Sauron Ra- and Rhaegar. But we don't know. Oh, is it Vis Vis Vis? She doesn't call him directly Viserys. She calls him. Named that was after. a rapey brother, though, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit. It was never, he never, yeah. Stop saying rapey brother. <laughs> it was implied. He never actually well, did anything. Show was or very, It was very Do you want to see me release stuff. the dragon? That's all he said. So, my point is, it was very emotive for us yes. as an audience, but at the same time, we've never connected with either of the other two dragons because no. it has been chained up and she never even said his name. We don't know which one's died. We do because the press releases and they've said who's died. Who which one's died? Viserun. Obviously, because Rhaegal is John's dad. Rhaegal was John's yeah. dad, so Rhaegal is John's dragon, so he has to stay alive. Is John going to rise? He has to. The dragon. Oh, cool. I hate you so much right now. It would be so cool. Not even a little If you could mad. ride him topless, the that would be that even better. In this scene, yeah, she didn't... she should ride him topless. The, the <laughs> fact, in this scene, she didn't even say a word, and I get that loads was happening, so there's can't really say anything, but even later, and we'll talk about it in a minute, she doesn't even bring up the name of... They're my children. They're my only children. She doesn't even say who's dead. Just feels yeah, no, I get, yeah, I get that. Yeah. We don't even have a moment to mourn him. It's like, done. Yeah, he should have been mentioned. Yeah. Anyway, um, John, she flies off. <coughs> They're all safe. Jorah nearly falls off, but he's fine. Um, <laughs> and then as they fly off, um, John's attacked by a load of, a load of um, undead and he, his sword flings in the air, luckily out of the water and lands on the side on the ice. And he falls into the water. Were either of you concerned that he was going to die? No. I, I, 
actually was a little bit. Really? I thought it might have been a really good twist. That's all. Wouldn't it have been? If he'd actually died then, I would have been like, well, shit. Right? And that would have been the best thing that's happened since Sean Bean died. Yes. Agreed. I would have so much respect for these writers if that's how they killed off Jon Snow. Yeah. Oh, he's standing in the pool. Yeah. He's just dead now. And then he yeah, becomes one of these lords of the frost bit. <gasps> Imagine! Right. He's one of the and white and walkers. He's, and he's like... Yeah. Someone's talking outside. So. Yeah, he's like one. He's like his Benjen. He's like the, the half breed. Like. Oh god. So man. yeah. So then, um, speaking of Benjen, all is looking bleak for John as he pulls himself out of the water because, of course, he can hold his breath for that long and pull himself out of the water, not die of hypothermia. In winter, mm-hmm. zero swimming. Um, and then Did he. Did he used to play in the water though? That the... was Dawn. Wildling girl. No, he went through a waterfall oh, no, with frog, a great what's wolf. The, what's the frog Frog people? Mirror Reed. Yeah, it was in the first series when they were playing. They used to play a game, didn't they, in the in the little pond or something? He used to hop onto big lily, big lily pads. Oh my god, yeah, you are. You're right. It's um, Jojen Reed. Yeah, so they probably did actually learn. Not a Stark, nor a Snow. But yeah. Um, no, no, I meant, I meant those. But they did, yeah. He pulls himself out of the water with his sword. Gets out and all is looking pretty bleak for him until Benjen, sudden Benjen, crouching tiger hidden Benjen, <laughs> comes out of nowhere with his swinging grenade of fire. What is that? Thing? Oh, it like, like frankincense? Like fireball. Yeah, it looked, looked like an incense, it didn't did. it? I will kill you all with these nice smelling perfumes. <laughs> Devil child. Devil um, child. I feel like this scene. So, so then, so I'll just talk you through it first, and we'll talk about it. So he rides up to John on his horse. Gets off the horse, puts John on it, and John goes, Uncle Benjamin! And then... <laughs> that was a very good John impression. I can never do that ever again. <laughs> Thank you, Ned. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> so then, um, he puts him on the horse, and he goes, come with me. And Benjamin goes, there's no time. And there's so much time. Off. There was so much time. It took the White Walkers so long to get to Benjamin. And also, that. apparently, if you ride off in a horse in the opposite direction, none of them follow you. No. So if they both went, that'd be lovely. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> so is Benjamin actually dead now? Well, no, because he did this exact same thing for Bran. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. So he's already done this once where and he by, was left. Mm, I mean, no. No. Okay, so he put Bran on a horse and was left outnumbered by undead and I'll fight them off, sort of thing. Love you, bye. And he was left alone. So we assumed he was dead then and he's not. But so, did you see him get overpowered like that or not? I don't, I don't I know. I can't remember the exact moments of the scene. I'm pretty sure that you saw the wildling army, not the wildling, the undead army moving towards him. <laughs> Benjen has just sacrificed his life for yet another one of his nephews. And we bob back to East Watch. Um, and the hound is on the beach. And he's throwing the undead guy into a little rowing boat. And he says bye to Tormund and Beric. And he says, oh, ho- hopefully see you again. And the hound goes, fucking hope not. Classic hound. Um, <laughs> I like we don't know where <laughs> We don't know where this rowboat's going. We just know he's being put in a rowboat. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then at the top of Eastwatch, when they look out on the other side of the wall, Daenerys is waiting for 
question mark. Jon Snow, I imagine. She saw die. Yeah, no, I don't understand that either. Like us, we get it. It's a TV show. He's clearly not dead. He's yeah. only been revived once. She doesn't know he's been resurrected, first of all. So my question now is, okay, she was stunned in the last scene. Should she not be sad in this scene? Yeah. About her dead child. She calls them her children. They are her ch- She's the mother of dragons. Should she not be a bit sad? She just seemed concerned for John. There was no other emotion there that I got. It was just concerned. But someone yeah. that high up and with the decisions that she's made recently, you know, can't really show a lot of emotion. So, then, so she's very detached. She's probably sad inside, but she's so detached from some some things. And, you know, death itself, seeing as she, she killed... Lannister dad and Lannister son. Tarly. Tarly dad and Tarly son. That was my point though. In the same episode, she's been called so emotional that she's losing her temper. So she's either emotional or she's not. Uh, Yeah, but sometimes emotional is a... Can be emotionless. You like, are such like, a defensive person like, about like, this show. Like, no, I'm not being. Bring back Danny. I'm just, I'm just being plain Dezel's advocate. That's what Danny <laughs> says. Hi, <laughs> right, Danny. No, but you know, like uh, she's turning into a, a psychopath. Kelly, any thoughts? Um, I didn't agree with her standing and waiting for John. I don't have many thoughts on her expression. I don't... I've given up with her expressions. Um, is that okay in the, no, the highest grossing TV show not, at the moment? It's that not. we just accept that she can't act? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the sadness. Yeah, at the same time, as an aspiring actress, uh-huh. it's... <laughs> the first time I She's mentioned it... <laughs> um, it's difficult to portray both concern and sadness at the same time. Get it, totally get it. So uh, she had to play, do one or the other. I still, again, I don't think she can act. No, but, but she's in also terms of that important. point, if there. you ever make it and this comes out and people start listening to this podcast, unlikely. Um, <laughs> and it comes like that imagine all the people that listen. People to the start listening to it on the day that it's announced you're about to work on a job with Amelia Clark. Oh my god! And you're like, oh, hi Amelia. Do you retract? I retract everything that I've said during the She's an actress. actress. She can pull it off. Yeah, She'll be exactly. fine. Like, not like Amelia. <laughs> so, John tells her. I have a problem her, with her, by the way. Because you've seen her tits like three times. <laughs> That's why she should stop filming it and putting it in form that I can see it. So, um, da- Daenerys is waiting for John. Jorah tells her it's time to go because obviously he doesn't want her to hang around. Because, yeah. you know. Come on. Jorah. Come on, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> um, but then. Khaleesi. Just at the moment that she turns around to leave, luckily, there's a noise and someone's sounding the alarm. Someone's arrived at the wall. It's a horse with a dead guy draped over the back of it or an unconscious guy draped over the back of it. Luckily, the horse knew exactly the route Mm -hmm. back to Eastwatch, like Gendry did. Everyone knows how to get back to Eastwatch. Like home and pigeons. Is that Benjamin's original horse? We don't know what horse it is. Because if it isn't, no, if it is, then why couldn't it find its way That's back a good there point. That's a good point. Because it had only been out there once. So, and it spent a lot of time away from that moment. But I get you, and it didn't leave from Eastwatch, it left from Castle Black. I know, right? right. <laughs> why did, my other question bitch. was going to be, why didn't they leave on horses? Why didn't they do the original ranging on horses? So our A-team, why didn't they have horses? It would have been quicker. Because... And they weren't going to be long. They were just going to get a white, whack him on the back of the horse, take him back much quicker than because walking. depending on the terrain 
courses may be difficult to have it's it was only it's only a short trip though short <laughs> enough that Gendry could run back John wakes up on a boat mm-hmm. and um he wakes up to Daenerys' face not looking in his eyes looking at his ab region somewhere well as we all were um before that sorry oh, we've yeah. seen Enjoy. we've seen Davos uh, undress him and put him into bed get him all cozy um, and during that moment, Daenerys saw all the stab wounds on his chest. Mm-hmm. And there was, I want to say a reaction, but I feel like that's the wrong word. She, like, moved her head. An acknowledgement to his stab, stabby stab okay. wounds. Okay, cool. Stabbedness. We'll go with that. Um, he does mention something, though, about Davos doesn't, Davos nearly mentioned something in the previous episode about and you John know when they brought him. you back oh, sh- oh shit yeah you mentioned about that so she's looking at the stab in his heart yeah, yeah. Oh, did you not yeah. get that so no, maybe your thing about her make, not <laughs> making eye contact is that she's not making she's eye already contact. seen it he's going oh she's already seen it can't so kill this one okay so then he wakes Small up penis. and he apologizes I like it. they hold <laughs> hands they let go of hands they hold hands again and then he um, calls her Danny, which she doesn't like because it reminds her of her brother who wasn't a nice man. <gasps> brother. She could have brought the, the dragon then. <laughs> she could have brought the dragon then. She, yeah, she could have brought the dragon a lot. Yeah. Where um, is my dragon? And then he agrees to bend the knee. He says, okay, I won't call you Danny then. How about my queen? That was really nice. At moment. least he doesn't say, Khaleesi. <laughs> um, Mother of dragons. So he says, my queen, and she cries. I mean, you're Yes. Finally, yeah, she she's changing though. She's not yeah. sad about the death of her child. And I think that's probably sad part of it. About Jon Snow saying yes. Because there's something inside her, a feeling she can't control because <laughs> her life for her fellow family member, Jon Snow. I I liked that moment. I, I liked the how about my queen. It was the most that I've liked them to. I thought he was going to ask her to marry him. He should have done. Because yeah, that they, would make so much sense. Cause, cause, they will do, though, won't they? Because he can't marry Sansa. I mean, he can, because anything's allowed in. in it would make more sense if he, if he proposed to Daenerys now before he knows his true parentage. Mm-hmm. Because then... She, her, we've talked about this before on the show. On the show, <laughs> um, <laughs> Danny was saying that if she, if they got married, her problem of him being king of the north wouldn't matter anymore because mm. they're both king and queen of everything. Mm-hmm. His problem of having his northern lords be upset that he's bent the knee to someone else has gone away because he's still the king of everything. In fact, he's king of more now. Follow me, and we'll be king of everything. Like you can be, we'll rule everything together. Um, and also, it just kind of makes sense in terms of they both agree on a lot of things, so why not just make these two, make make it a proper alliance, make it official, and just quickly get married. Or yeah. be betrothed to be married. Yeah, and then when he finds out his true parentage, oh shit. Makes I can't sense. Really, yeah. Stop yeah, happens. I think they still go through. Which is, which is more gross, having sex with your aunt or having sex with your cousin? That's his choice at the moment. Sansa is his leak. So technically, through his parentage, if we believe the whole Targaryen thing, Daenerys is his aunt. Sansa is his cousin. His aunt, because it's closer. That's grosser. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Cousin is. That's his. That's separated. his dad's sister, rather yeah, than his mum's 
niece. Yeah, it's not dilute. The bloodline's not been. Some places you can still marry your cousin, right? Second. Royal families can still. No, some places you can still marry your cousin. But first you have your first cousins, and then you have your second. Then you have your second cousin. (laughs) Mean girls reference. That's not right. Don't write it. Um, anyway, let's move on. That all happens, and then we go back to beyond the wall, and all the White Walkers are pulling chains. There's many discussions to be had. Oh, there's where the chains were. Yeah, there's an old well, all the, all the in the corner of the screen. There's an old jetty, so the theory goes that a boat has sank there, and they've taken the chains off the boat. That's a theory. It's not really fun. So then they pull the dragon out, um, and very slowly. The Night's King goes over to it and touches its face and it opens its eye and it's got a blue eye. How do you feel? Well, I, mean, I saw that happening when the, the dragon was in the sky. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, sorry. You knew no, that it was, was obvious that that was going to happen because it's died on that side of the wall. Oh, I see. I didn't think about that. Did you not? No, I'm always like this, though. I don't think about these things. And I quite... I, I know we're probably not supposed to like it, but I, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, despite myself, I'm excited to see what they say that dragon can do. Yeah. Because I feel like a dragon being undead, so it can breathe fire, but also fire would kill it. Oh, it's not going to breathe fire. So it's going to breathe like blue ice. Ice? What's it going to... Oh, blue fire. That's what I mean. That's I'm ice excited. Fire. Because I feel like this is something that will happen in the books. I'm excited to see yeah. what it is that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. For once, I'm excited by something in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Not by the way they set it up in any shape or form. No. But it's intriguing to me. So. Ooh. Right, do you want to do best bits and worst bits? Mm-hmm. Kelly, what was your best bit of this episode? Best bit was... Um, Oh god. For the wrong reasons, it... the dragon dying. Okay. Just because I thought it was a really good moment. I hated it. Yep. Because it, it made was me good sad, TV. But it was good TV. It was a really good piece of TV. Good answer. Troy. Dick. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Is that seriously your favourite? Seriously, my bad. I, I um, think I misunderstood the scene. I'm probably. Um, <laughs> but you thought Tormund no. was gay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just thought he was like, you know. Yeah, just accept it in a ball. What was the le- your least favourite bit of the episode? I think I know what the answer to this is. Everything with Arya and Sansa. Troy? All of it. Yeah, I was, I've just been really um, confused by Arya and Sansa and I thought maybe we'd see a bit more of a little finger in this episode because of mm. that and maybe where it was going to go because I feel like they've kind of touched on something. Mm. Brian's going to fight one of them something's trying to be set up or like we said it's going to be the other way and they've set it up against Littlefinger but I mm-hmm. feel like we're going to get a little bit of this in because is, is it the finale yep I feel like we're going to get a little bit of this and we're just going to have lo- loads of questions and it was great at that moment but then it's not going to be answered I feel like they're going to put a definitive answer on it but you'll still have loads of questions yeah well e- either way do you know what I mean like, yeah, I feel yeah. like they're going to draw a line of background work. and stop that messy story because that's what it's turned into like a messy storyline that's my least favourite bit as well like my least favourite bit though isn't Arya and Sansa not finding them at all my least favourite bit is what they've done to Littlefinger because Littlefinger was such a master manipulator and now he's literally what wandering around little like little 
<laughs> little town. Red wagon, not that weird. <laughs> Wandering around Winterfell, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Pretending he is, but he's actually... Well, are you is one of my favourite characters, and now I'm really, really sort of... Uh, you know, I like Torment. But, but that's what I feel like. <laughs> I like it. I feel like that's the point. I feel like they're, they're, that's why, as much as I hate to, I believe it? one of these theories where something has to happen that because she's not you. the way she is yeah. because they wouldn't do that to Arya. I would be I would be happy if it turns out. I know you probably wouldn't. I, but if I'd it turns be, out that one of them is true, I'll be happy because then at least it will explain the, the ridiculous behaviour. I would be happy for the same reason. I would be annoyed because I feel like that hasn't been set up very well. Right, do you want <laughs> to hear Danny's reaction to this? Yes, please. He was told to give two minutes a pure, unadulterated Danny thing. reaction. Are you ready? Episode reactions to last night's show. Um, Darth Maul's Spear of Destiny. Pretty badass. Pretty badass. Um, I know Grace probably didn't like it, but uh, I thought it was well cool. Um, everyone was whinging about saying how didn't the Night King have a better target? Like shoot, shoot Danny in the face. No, kill a dragon. Of course, kill a dragon. If there's an opportunity to kill a dragon, you kill a dragon, and then to make it into a zombie one. Now they now he can just fly off over the wall on his own. Yeah. Of course you'd do that. So everyone on the internet who thinks otherwise is just. A goofball. Um, the other, uh, a negative one. Uh, Aya's face, just in general. Aya's face. What was it doing? Was it acting? You tell me. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was. I think she has been plagued with the same disease as all the other women in the show, where they see Lena Headley doing that crazy sort of queen face, resting queen face. And they're trying to copy it, and they're doing it shitly. She used to have a face, but now she's back in the north. Like, she's got a faceless expression. Talk about faceless, man. She can't even act with it anymore. It's just creepy. Creepy and weird. Not interesting. That's the difference. Not like I'm a creepy assassin that's going to, like, sneak up and shank you in the back. Just like, Sansa, I might take this letter and do something bad with it because I am potentially mischievous now. Why? Why is that a thing? And why are we having to sit through this storyline? Because it's silly. Silly and fart-like is what I would describe Aya's face as at the moment. Um, and for my final point, um, Thoros of Merked. Am I right? Am I right? Have a good show, guys. Um, <laughs> I liked that he argued with you despite the fact that he wasn't even here. Nope. Nope. He got a lot of them right. Did he? <laughs> Did he? I never said that he should throw the spear at Danny's face. And anyone that he's been speaking to on the internet is an idiot. I agree. For saying that he should throw it at Danny's face. But my argument was there's a much better dragon. His whole thing was, shoot the dragon. Of course you shoot the dragon. Yeah, but there's one dragon that you're guaranteed to get. The Thoros joke was weak as well. I don't understand the Thoros joke. Thoros of Mer is his name. Mm-hmm. So he's a Thoros of Merked. Because he oh, was right. Merked because he's dead. Because he got caramel. <laughs> Caramels. Yes. I like it. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Just wow, Danny. Wow. Talking of Danny, that, Tell us about Danny. that Danny should have a, a two minute opinion every week. 
And just not be in the show. <laughs> oh, no, And no. you should be in the show instead. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. whatever. I don't know. I mean, how easily can we turn this into she, herself, and guys? <laughs> Quite easily. It's definitely going to be she, herself, and guys next week. Yep, because Jack's here as well. I like him. You do like him. We do Jack. Like him. I like him. <laughs> but in that sense. <laughs> Are we ready, guys? Does that have a dragon in it? No. Does it have? It has Grey Worm in it. Oh, Grey Worm. Why are you Scottish? <laughs> I'll kill you without a willy. It's a stout pirate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Theon was on a boat with Tyrion. Is Theon there? Yeah. yeah. Were they just here? Is that High Castle? No. I like King's Landing. Oh, God, so much is. But nothing's going to happen. We know nothing's going to happen. Theon's on a beach. This is the dragon pit meeting where they all go and see the White Walker, I reckon. There's only one war that matters, and it is here. In King's Landing? Yeah. That's where the meeting's happening. That's why Sansa's been asked to go. No, but... No, no but, but my name's Kenneth. I'm but, not a liar. I'm but Jon Snow is saying there's only one war that matters, and it's in King's Landing. He didn't say King's Landing. He said it's no, here. No, but he said it's here. here. He's brought the White Walker to you. Oh, right, okay. I thought he was going to say that, actually. It's here. Right. Gets his sword out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> do this shit. My plan all along. Um, okay, so how do we feel that next week? Because you seem to have mixed reactions this week. Yes. Are you still hyped? I'm still hyped. I'm still excited. Troy, how do you feel for next week? Um, I don't know. Remember... Not for the podcast. For the show. Um, I. It looks... <laughs> it. The trailer reminds me of uh, when Oberyn's head got smashed or when Joffrey got killed. You know, it, it kind of, the scene and the setting seems like Ooh. that when you got excited about what was going to happen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think nothing big's going to happen next week. Really? Because it's the finale, yeah. So t- what tends to happen is that the the last, the penultimate episode is big, which that one was, was mm-hmm. the one that we just reviewed. And then the next one is always like tying up all the loose ends, ready for the next season, and, there's and leaving it on a little cliffhangers. It nothing big tends to happen. It tends to just be tying everything in a bow, getting ready for next season. I reckon at least two people will die. I reckon you're wrong. Okay, bet. Yeah. Challenge no, accepted. Wait, wait, when wait, you wait. say two people, I mean main characters. I mean main characters. So who are you? Your guests. So I'll, I'll, I'll bet you. Know. Okay, bet two main characters will not characters. die next week. Two main characters will die. You're wrong, son. <laughs> Wait, have you read the leaked script? No, 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 I'm not. Is there a leaked script? No, I've, I've read <laughs> rumours about what people think are going to happen, but right. I've not read any. There's no leaked script for next week. Okay. I was going to say, this bet was hedged. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to take any guesses on who. Mm. Although maybe Little Who would you... I think Littlefinger is one. Oh, shit, have I just... Because yeah. Littlefinger is one. Oh. I reckon Littlefinger is definitely going to die. I reckon whatever's going on between Sansa and that eye is going to be a ruse and the two of them are going to kill Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. I think Littlefinger will die next Sansa will die in, in the midst of it no. and Jon will have to marry Danny. I reckon it'll be like, do you ever see, so obviously you have because I'm obsessed with it, do you ever see Monk? And they, so, or any detective show where at the end they tell who did it. Yeah. And so they start to tell it and as they're telling it you think, oh my God, it's this person. And then they all go... And it was you, and then the, the camera turns, and it was a person you didn't think it was. Scooby-Doo. So I reckon, exactly. So I reckon Sansa and Arya are going to be having some sort of massive beef between them. 
and then like it's gonna and they're gonna be it's gonna sound like they're angry at each other and then they're gonna go but twas you little finger and but, then turn to him but like but, an old school monk scene so they you so know they, i'm right though that's what i told your sister that's a compliment <laughs> so they go to so they go to kill him and they probably do but in the midst of that the brian's heard the stories about Arya, and she goes Brian's not there. Brian's in, in yeah, but she's there because she's like she's like seventeen foot tall and she took three strides back when she heard him having an argument. Oh, having an argument. Oh, I need to protect him. Catelyn okay. Stark said so, and she she kills one of them. Okay, I don't think that's Battiston. And then the brother, oh, I love your sister. I love you too. I think this bet just got real because Littlefinger is definitely gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned that one other person is going to. Because when you said two, I was like, no, like cause you imagine them in teams, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm concerned now. <laughs> I still think now. Jamie Lannister. It depends what you count as a main character. Jamie Lannister is not going to die next episode. He's not had enough foreshadowing for that yet. What? Okay, guys. Um, we <laughs> will we... see you next week when we have a oh, special guest. Man. Hopefully, he's still coming. We're not spoken to, are we? We may or may not have a special guest. I'll be your special if, guest. If Jack does not make it, Troy's going to do impressions of Jack the entire time. It's going to be excellent. Don't do an impression of one now. You're going to be very offensive. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. Right, guys. What was that? Well done. Jack was in the room. Um, Dirty White Boys. Yeah, so hopefully Jack from Dirty White Boys will be here. And Troy will more than likely be here too. Um, And Danny will be back on his holiday. No likely. No likely. No More than likely. No likely. Um, Less tanned than when he went. Yes. That'd be nice. Um, Oh, he's abroad. Yeah, he is. And louder than ever. Louder than ever. And that's it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's nearly over, guys. Oh my god. It's nearly over for a year and a bit. But we'll still be here. We'll still be here. We're still going to podcast doing things. God knows what. We're just going to get drunk and do some stuff. Yeah. That sounds bad. No, no, no I can't do that stuff. No, no. it's not. We get drunk show. and you know talk to each other. Yeah. You'll be here in a so. civil manner. Bye. Bye. I like it. Kelly, make sure you tell a story for the microphone. Okay. In 1972, there was this uh, crack commander unit and they were sent to prison for a crime. Well, they didn't commit. Well, okay, so what, what happened then was these men, they <clears throat> escaped from uh, maximum security stockade to, well, I want to say... Um, the Los Angeles underground and now you can hire them as a soldiers of fortune that's if you've got a problem and if no one else can help well and if you can find them then maybe you can hire the A-team uh, and they all lived happily ever after the end. Have you done your story? Was it good? Yeah. Well, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. I couldn't think of my own story, so I told one that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>